Hey guys, welcome back to Road to Abundance. Today I have a special guest, one of my friends, Emily Aiden. She's the creator of Evolve X and she has a podcast, Evolve with Emily. I was on it. So guys, you should watch the podcast for sure. And welcome. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so stoked that you have your own podcast now because I know that you have such a wealth of an abundance type of mindset and lifestyle that I know that you're providing so much value to your listeners. And I'm excited they finally get to see that side of you. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cool. Honestly, you inspired me. When I came on your podcast, it was like, I was like, okay, yeah, this is really cool. I should have mine. Like, I, I like people like you that share knowledge. And I was like, I want to do it too. I, I've been wanting to do it for a while mm -hmm. and I was always like, oh, later on, later on. So now, now I'm finally doing it. 2022, I'm starting again. Like, and I'm happy to have you on as the first guest of 2022. So oh, cool. how have you been? Thank you. Yeah, I've been really good. I am in Texas. I've been living here almost a year now and I'm loving it. We have freedom. <laughs> We have bigger houses. <laughs> everything's bigger. Everything's better. I really do love it here. <laughs> Uh, the bigger, the better. You know what they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to Miami too. I couldn't stand LA. Oh yeah. How's Miami? Yeah. Um, Miami for the airport, the taxes, a few things like that, like freedom, like you said. Like <laughs> yeah. I remember we talked about it because we did the podcast in LA. We met in LA, and mm -hmm. it's a good city. There's just a few things that probably for you and I, like the people, like a few things were. Not exactly what we're looking for. So uh, if you vibrate at a high frequency, mm. LA sometimes has a little way of not being the right place for you. That's so true. I remember the last few times that I went like home after traveling, I'd go back to LA and I just felt like the energy was so low there. I was like, man, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, there's good people everywhere, but mm -hmm. it's like, I've I didn't feel like home the last few times I arrived in LA. Don't get me wrong, the weather is amazing. I'll be missing it and the palm trees and the road, but a lot of other things doesn't um, resonate with me anymore. Yeah, I felt the same way and I'll always be so thankful for all the good things that it provided for my life and the mo most incredible experiences of my life I had, I had out there. So I'm so thankful for that. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for this new journey and season as well. <laughs> cool. So guys, uh, in case you don't know, uh, I saw Emily um, maybe six, seven years ago on social media. She was uh, athlete. I think she still is athlete with Alpha Elite, which I was following the brand. I was like, wow, this girl is so cool. I was watching a little bit of her YouTube. She's been in the game for a while. And when I mean in the game, she was on YouTube, Instagram, like all the platform killing content. So I'm super stoked to have you. Uh, let's talk about your journey. Um, and how you became the person you're right now. What was your, like, your upcoming? Yeah, so I was born on June 15th, 1991. I'm pretty sure I was conceived, and no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so I come from Texas. I'm actually born and raised Houston, Texas. I grew up here. I went to college at Texas A&M University. In 2014, I opened my own women's boot camp, and that was my introduction into, I'm sorry, not 14, 2012. That was my introduction to the fitness industry, and I really saw how something as simple as fitness and getting people to be active and consistent within active lifestyle, how it could change their mindset, their life. I had for the first time ever, these girls in person like crying with me about how much positive change this made in their life. And I was just like, 
this is it. Like, this is what I'm meant to be doing is helping women and people change their lives and live a more fulfilling life, a more confident life, feeling better about themselves. From there, I was helping everyone else reach their goals and I started to set some for myself. So I decided I wanted to compete for the first time in the NPC. I did NPC bikini. And the first time I got on stage, I got third place. I don't know how because my posing was awful, but I was honestly pretty (laughs) shredded and I was like confident somehow up there. So I think that's how I pulled it off. But I, I fell in love. Fast forward to opening an Instagram account, moving to Los Angeles, because I had so many opportunities out there. Um, Quick story about that, actually. I made this huge jump in Leap of Faith to move from Texas, my hometown, to LA, where I knew nobody, and I didn't really have, like, for sure plans. I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go for it. And if I fail, I'll fail. And a year later, I'll come back and I'll start over. I'll work at the bar, (laughs) I'll get a job at Starbucks, I'll do whatever I have to do to just restart. You know, and uh, on the way out there, we drove and it was such a long road trip. Um, I got a call (laughs) on the way out there and it was from Oxygen Magazine and they were like, hey, I know you live in Texas, but could you be here on Monday for a magazine shoot? And I was like, I'll literally be there on Monday. Like I'm in the car driving there, moving there. And so that moment to me was kind of like confirmation that I was doing the right thing. And I think that in life, we are always given these little signs of confirmation, Mm -hmm. which sometimes feels really good. Sometimes it's like a green light, it's an open door, it's a call from a magazine that you would love to work with. Other times it's a closed door, it's a red light and it's a no, and that doesn't feel good, but it's just as much of a clear answer as that yes. So I've really learned in my life to really recognize those clear answers, whether or not they feel good. I moved out to LA. I, you know, started competing a lot more. So I actually made my number one goal to be an IFBB pro. And I started my YouTube account and that's where I documented my bikini prep series. And it just started as me just wanting to document my own journey, but then to, you know, be able to help people with a mindset mm-hmm. behind what it takes to be a professional athlete, what it takes to actually be undeniable in your life. And I started a YouTube series called Undeniable. And I was like, I am going to go pro because I will be undeniable today. (laughs) And the finale of that season is me going pro. And it was such an incredible just season and journey for myself, for my audience. And I think what it did is it inspired hope in other people that when Mm -hmm. you really show up for yourself and you fully show up in every single way and you be undeniable in the moment, not later, not Monday, not next week, but you actually be undeniable today, like it'll work out one way or another. The cool part about that is it's not like I got it on the first try. I did seven national shows. I got runner up to my seven. seven. Yeah. in 14 total shows at that point, but seven national shows got runner up to my um, pro card multiple times. People were like, Oh, are you so upset? You didn't get your pro card. You were right there. You were runner up. And I'm like, no bro, that, that just showed me I have it. I am a pro just wait, you know? And then I went and I got that. And I think with that kind of mindset of like, no matter how many ups and downs I have, no matter how many roadblocks I have, I will not stop stop going until I reach my goal. That is what's gonna get you to where it is that you wanna go. So that was a really incredible journey. And then, you know, I have my online coaching business and I started my podcast. Similar to you, a lot of people told me I should start a podcast and I thought about it for a long time. (laughs) And then it wasn't until I started consuming podcasts that I was like, oh, I get it now. Like people are able to connect with you on such a deeper level by listening Mm -hmm. to your message because it's, I think, the only platform where you can really sit there and share all that you want to share and people get to see 
you in new lights that they didn't know you mm-hmm. before. So that kind of launched my podcast, which turned into um, my Evolve X coaching program. So it all kind of, I've evolved a lot over the years, but it has all just one <laughs> thing gone into, you know, the next thing. And, you know, where I'm at now is now I'm launching the actual product side of my mentorship and coaching Evolve X, which is really exciting for me because I get to be really creative with that's it. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's my story. Like product, like clothing uh-huh. supplements and, and stuff like that yeah not, not supplements okay. but like clothing and lifestyle type of stuff and basically i want to create tools and products that will help people with the daily actions of evolving whether that's meditation or yoga or journaling reading a hoodie, some dope content <laughs> yeah i'm really excited for that that's fucking cool I, and that's why i wanted you on the podcast because i know you're like me you're a super genuine person um you manifest your life you're into health fitness you help other people so um what i like to do is i like to share people because i don't see like you as a competition i see you as an addition there's enough in this world to share and if people like if if my follower if people want to have you as a coach instead of me it's my pleasure because you don't resonate with the same people all the time like I might be preferring Joe Dispenza, you might be preferring Tony Robbins. So that's what I I find that in our community, it's cool that people share. And I like that you have this mindset of spirituality evolving and and pushing women. I think your brand right now is only women, right? Uh, It's actually both. And I think okay. I think that's a misconception that a lot of people have, but I have guys who I think have a growth mindset that are able to take what I say and actually apply it because sometimes I think guys think that they're like too cool to like gain from a female, <laughs> but it's actually really beautiful when you have like the male and the female energy come together yeah. because they offer such different things. And I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. abundance mindset is everything um, because when you fully own who you are, you realize that there's more than enough to go around. And like you said, like, Like we both have such different stories, different backgrounds, different things that have really shaped us into who we are. Mm -hmm. And that's what allows us to speak to our individual audiences, which sometimes have overlap. And sometimes I could never speak to men and women the way that you could just based on your experience. And I think that knowing that it's like, if I know that I'm going to direct them to you because I'm like, Hey, he's your best fit. He will help you reach Mm -hmm. that life, that abundance, that mindset, those financial goals that you want, you know? So I agree. (laughs) I think abundance mindset is everything that's cool so now you know guys if you want a hot coach that's gonna <laughs> make you <laughs> reach the next level emily's there for you and as you said it's it's cool to have like both the female and the male because every person has a masculine and feminine side and mm-hmm. uh often even myself like i'm building right now um, a course like a high-hand ticket for uh, mindset and abundance mm-hmm. And actually, I have one of my friends, she's going to sit down, she's a woman and she's a business coach and she's going to help me because I don't see fully the same vision as women on the course. So I still want to help women, I still want to help men and it's important to have both sides. So it's cool that people can have two coach, people can see both perspective and um, not no one is better than another, it's just different vision and, and as you said, as a woman, your feminine side might be more developed than mine, and then it's just cool to have another perspective. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> cool, so what, what's next for you? Like, uh, right now you have this coming, like, uh, what, what's your goal? Like, you prep probably a five-year goal and stuff like that, like how you manifest it. Tell us, like, 
your secret for manifestation? Do you meditate? What's kind of your routine and stuff? Okay, yeah, I'll get into that. So I love that you mentioned the five-year plan because I think people always assume that I have that. And I feel like previously in life, I tried to do that until I realized over and over that my five-year plan never happened because there were so many unforeseen events. <laughs> like, I didn't plan to move to California. That was, like, quite kind of a just... It, the situation in a good my, feeling yeah and like I just went yeah. you know and so that changed everything that I would have done had I stayed there so the more that I've lived mm -hmm. my life the more that I've realized to stop trying to necessarily have a plan for the next five years and just say where am I at today and what is the highest version of me I always imagine like that highest version of me what is she doing mm -hmm. how is she thinking how is she operating how is she leading her team how is she mentoring her clients and I do the daily actions that is required for me to live out that version of myself right now today so for me i know that i cannot exist in unconscious patterns and habits we are all stuck in unconscious patterns and habits whether we are <laughs> conscious and aware to it or not Part of that could be scrolling on social media. It could be mindless mm -hmm. eating. It could be uh, just vegging out on like shows rather than like feeding your mind and growing your body or, you know, mm -hmm. having uh, relationships and fostering relationships with friends, right? Like there's so many things that we could be doing, but oftentimes we fall into these unconscious patterns and habits. So for me to manifest the life that I want to really live in abundance, I have to really take a hard look at my daily actions, my habits, and then also what I'm doing on a weekly basis. So every single week at the beginning of the week, I set my goal, I set my intention for the week, and then I make sure that every action on every day is leading into those goals and those intentions for my fitness, my nutrition, my business, um, and then anything else that it is that I wanna focus on. Some modalities that I really enjoy, um, one is meditating. Currently, I really enjoy doing guided meditation. There's a YouTube channel called Great Meditation, and they have five minute uh, meditations and 10 minutes, so it's real quick. You can get it done no matter where you're at. Or sometimes like if I'm in the middle of my day and I realize that I have like, a little bit of anxious energy or I feel mm -hmm. rushed, I will yeah. like drive to the gym and then in the car before I go in, I'll just put on a five minute meditation and then I'm able to go into uh -huh. that gym session just so much better. I feel just in such a better spot. Another modality is breath work. Have you done breath work before? Yeah, actually, um, I did it a few times. I, I did the Wim Hof, his brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did his, his course, his whole oh, course. Wow. And I um, I have one of my close friends that he does breath work for Nike and stuff like no that. No way. And yeah, he teach at Nike. And I went to a retreat in um, Tuscan, Tusk, oh, yeah, yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and, and we did the whole breath work for 30 minutes. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, so I recently got into that and I'll do like an hour breathwork session and it is hour. Yeah, it is like, <laughs> well, it's like breathwork and then you go into a meditative state at the end. So it's not an hour okay. straight of breathing, probably more like 30 minutes. Um, that has been such a beautiful tool for me recently. I'll share the last experience that I had because I think it's just cool to hear. But um, it's really powerful what you can do with just your breath. So I came mm -hmm. to this breathwork session knowing fully that I had like, I had some feelings or energy that was just stuck inside of me. So I started yeah. breathing, I go through all the rounds of the breath work and the very last round, you're holding your breath 
And then after you hold your breath, you exhale before you start breathing again. And when I exhaled, it felt like there was this like balloon full to the brim of stuff and it just popped and I just released all of that energy. I had like tears in my eyes because it was just like instant <laughs> relief. It was so powerful. So good. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and it just, it gave me exactly what I needed. So I found that these practices are so helpful for more mindfulness and more presence. And I think more than anything, just really learning how to get present in your life and mm-hmm. live in gratitude, having practices for gratitude can really help you to emit the frequency and the energy that really does bring in everything that you want inside of your life. Like your life will get so much better as soon as you just start intentionally yeah. living your life. Yeah, exactly. And, and the breath work, when I do it, um, myself, I have like that last time I did the breath work for 30 minutes, I was crying because I was mm-hmm. releasing a lot and I, my hand um, are doing the crab hand so yeah, they get like yeah. stuck together and then you can't undo them for like five, 10 minutes. It's like, you're like a little crab <laughs> and it, it goes like this while you're medi- like, while you're doing the breath work. It's crazy. The first time I did it, I was like, oh no, no, I'm not doing that again. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, it, like, it, did your hands start vibrating a little bit? Yeah, they, they pulsate because yeah. the energy is, is like vibrating all over your, your body. And it's like, it's also good, like you said, to meditate after you do breath work. I used to do like a little bit of five, 10 minutes of breath work mm-hmm. before the cold bath in the morning because oh, nice. it makes your whole body tingle. And mm-hmm. then when you get in the cold water, you don't feel it as much. So that Cheat was code. like my, <laughs> nice. yeah. I like that. that. That's what Wim, Wim Hof is doing. So mm-hmm. I did it too. And guys, when Emily is talking about the breath work and the meditation and she spend time, so she says like say 10 minutes, you can start with that, you can increase it, but it's it's just good to get in the practice that it's five or 10 minutes, just get used to it. You don't need to think about an hour at the beginning mm-hmm. and don't see it as a waste of time, see it as a, a, a way to do quantum leap to manifest. Quantum leap meaning that all the invested time at one point because uh, in spirituality and fifth dimension, there's no time, there's no past, future or present. So you can manifest your perfect life way faster. That's why she invests that much time. That's why she align her energy. Um, and that's how she skipped time and she can manifest way more in her business. Don't ask how, just do it and you'll see the action uh, become reality. Yeah, I love that so much. And I love that you point out it doesn't have to be an hour because it can feel really daunting or it can feel like, I don't know if I can do that. So I I fully agree. Even if it's just five (laughs) minutes of these different modalities, it will make such a positive impact in your life Mm -hmm. that you will see it as the best investment that you're making all day long. Like I know in my mornings when I spend time to do that, that is my work in order to show up and work the way that I need to work at actual work. (laughs) That's a lot of work. Yeah, so I, I was just watching a video because I'm going to Joe Dispenza at the end of the month, a seven-day retreat meditation. No way. Where is that? Yeah, super stoked. It's in Cancun. So oh, no way. Wait, can I come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like every time I tried to book it for the last two years, every time you have five minutes to book this damn retreat, it's sold oh out. Gosh. Last time I got it, I end up the questionnaire, I click pay. And it bugged, it gives me an error. I was so pissed. I messaged them an email. I'm like, guys, this is so annoying. I did it. And they were like, sorry, it's because it's full. That's why it gives an error. And then I I got in the last retreat. I'm like, okay, this time life let me in. I'm going. And um, yes, so stoked about it. And yeah, it's all about manifesting in your life and seeing the vision. So Mm -hmm. that's cool. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of these things, too, can really help you to heal your spirit and your soul in so many ways that people aren't mm-hmm. really doing um, in the form of, like, say, talk therapy, right? I think therapy is amazing. I'm a huge believer in therapy because it's such a useful <laughs> tool. But there are other modalities. There's so many other ways that you can heal. And I really believe that mm-hmm. meditation and yoga, stillness, breath work, cold baths, saunas, like cold and hot therapy, like all of these things are amazing ways to really heal yourself in so many different ways. Yeah, go inside. And as you said, and what Joe Dispenza said in, in the video is like, there was one woman, what she told herself is every morning, she's going to only start her day as soon as she ends the meditation on living her best life and she's happy and she loves her life. If she didn't, she kept meditating until uh, it happened. And she did that for a year. And she had a multiple cancer, like... Uh, cancer in the mouth, cancer of the skin, a few of them after one year of doing that and showing up. It took 11 months for her to get those results, but she didn't give up. All the cancer started to fade away because every disease is energy that is stuck. But she didn't just do it for a month and like, I don't have results. She committed to herself for her best life. It took 11 months and after the mouth started to clear the ulcer and stuff, and then the whole body and after a year, I think in one month, she went to the doctor and there was no trace of cancer anymore. But she didn't give up. She did it and showed up for herself. And that's what you do every morning. It's not like you don't have cancer, but you want to manifest your life. You want to manifest your best version. And there's always a little bit of energy stuck there and there are stuff that um, we're not fully focused. So, you know, sometimes you wake up and you don't know where the fuck you are. You're like... <laughs> oh yes. shit I'm, I'm here yeah and then your brain start picking up your subconscious mind that you were talking earlier which is 95 percent automation of control of your life so you wake up you're gonna grab your phone oh yeah i was mad against this person oh yeah my boss fuck this guy or like stuff start to pick up in your brain of everything that is your present life mm-hmm. and if you get caught up in the loop you're gonna just live and relive your life based on that loop which what you do in the morning is a routine to get all that out, mm-hmm. manifest the life that you want, vibrate to that frequency, and then you can start your day on that level. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, I had a fight with my boyfriend yesterday. And in the, in the morning, you often wake up and you love the person and you're like, oh, no, I was mad. Yay, fuck. Yesterday <laughs> you did that. I'm so mad. Right. And, you know, you can actually like let go of that, not get the energy stuck, refocus, recenter. Uh, align your energy and then start the day on the right track to manifest what you want. Absolutely. And I love what you're saying because what you're saying is really like leave the past in the past and look at Mm -hmm. every day as a new opportunity to live life. Whenever that like morning sun comes up, I'm just like, thank God that yesterday wasn't my last day on earth. I'm so glad I get to do this again. You know, even if I had a great day, I'm like, I want to go again. Like I want this opportunity again, you know, because so many people didn't wake up today. So many people did not get a chance at a life again, but yet we did. So it's like, why why not live it to the fullest? Why not live? the fullest expression of who you are and be everything that you know that you can be Mm -hmm. help as much as you can help love hard like do everything as if it's your last so that if it is your (laughs) last day you can you know get to heaven or wherever you believe in you go and be like that was dope i feel satisfied about that yeah (laughs) exactly and it's all about living in the present moment the the two biggest disease right now the mental health disease is going to be depression which you're living in the past because you're like thinking about what happened and you depressed on it and you have regrets 
And the other biggest disease, which is also a kind of depression, it's anxiety. And you're basically living in the future, but you're predicting your future based on your past. So why don't you live in the present moment and focus on it and, yeah. and just tell yourself that you're happy now? Mm -hmm. And that's how you're going to do it. There was a study back then that they were taking people that were depressed mm -hmm. for years. They were putting them in front of the mirror for 30 days and they had 20 minutes a day to say, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy looking at themselves for 20 minutes. And after 30 days, most of them, I think it was, I don't remember the exact percentage, but almost all of them were not depressed anymore. Of course, if you put them back in their situation that made them depressed and they go back to the normal cycle, mm -hmm. they were becoming depressed again. But changing that, prove how strong your mind is to create the reality that you're in. Yeah, it really is incredible how strong our mind is. And when we really go towards that first and approach everything mm -hmm. in life from that first, everything else becomes easier, right? We're both in the fitness yeah. industry. People think that they're not following a diet because they just lack discipline, which sometimes could be the case, but other times mm -hmm. it could be because you have so many things going on in your mind and in your heart that you haven't addressed, that you're unconsciously self-sabotaging yourself. And that's <laughs> actually why you can't stick to it. Yeah. And I think diet, the word has such a negative connotation for mm -hmm. people. They're like, oh, diet. But I see it as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's not a diet. I don't feel like I'm missing anything mm -hmm. when I eat healthy food because it's tasty food. It's not about like uh, not eating whatever you want. It's about finding the right uh, nutrition for you that you're going to feel fulfilled and you like and you enjoy to eat. Mm -hmm. And if you self-love yourself enough, you don't want to put tons of sugar from Coca-Cola, all those trash food that makes your gut, which is 95% of your IP hormone, your brain's gonna be in a brain fog, you become a little dumb, uh, you feel bad, you're creating all those diseases. Like, if you love yourself, why would you wanna put yourself through that? Mm -hmm. And once you have healthy nutrition and you do it for a long period of time, mm -hmm. uh, which often people that, like you said, they go back to cheating and stuff is because of emotional stuff. Mm -hmm. But if they stick to it and they love themselves enough to stick to it through the process, it's gonna become that they never want to go back. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to eat dairy. I don't want to eat all that trash food because I know how it makes me feel inside and I want to avoid that. Oh, absolutely. I feel the same way. And I think um, with the whole lifestyle thing, again, I go back to like, okay, imagine the highest version of yourself. How does that person feel, you know? And when I think mm -hmm. of, for example, mine, I'm like, okay, like she is strong and she's athletic and she's quick and she's, you know, all of these different things. So I think about, okay, is my nutrition feeding that highest version of myself right now? Or am I with my nutrition making myself lethargic, slow, sluggish, <laughs> you know, all of these things that a lot of these foods produce. And what you mentioned is so important. I think education in, around nutrition is really important because I think when you become educated to understand that something like your gut can affect your mental health and you really get knowledge around the fact that if you have an unhealthy gut, you can actually get depression and anxiety and things just from the foods that you're eating. And when you're aware of that, that can really equip you to make some lifestyle changes to say, okay, let me choose some foods that are not going to cause this depression and brain fog and anxiety, right? And you start making those healthier choices. So I would encourage people who maybe don't have much education about gut health to go ahead and like educate yourself a little bit on it because it'll really empower you to have a, a stronger why of why you're choosing healthy foods. And I think if you have a strong why behind it and it comes down to, like you said, self-love, that that is when you can really make it a lifestyle change and not just a diet. 
Yeah, exactly. It's all about sustain uh, the change for the long term. That's the mm -hmm. best. And for me, it's learning. The first thing that I would teach people when I'm building the course now is teaching them just the basic of food. Like if you don't take and invest, let's say an hour or two of your life just to start to learn it, of course, it's going to seem so complicated. But if you just learn a little bit about nutrition and what you put in your body, then it become a lot easier because you can find the right nutrition and make it work for you. And there's no perfection. Nobody is the same. So it's all about finding like what's worked for you. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I, I love that you mentioned self-love because I will take time making a really delicious meal for myself. And I don't do it for every single meal, right? But I'll really make sure I have at least one meal a day that I spend mm -hmm. extra time on. You know, I put all the delicious seasonings and I, I really make it colorful with like fruits and vegetables and all sorts of stuff, good protein. And I sit there and I enjoy it and I make it like an act of self-love because I'm really loving mm -hmm. this physical body in such a real tangible way. And I think if people could start to practice more of that in their life, they would have more appreciation for themselves and more appreciation mm -hmm. for the foods that we have. You know, it's such a blessing to be able to afford food and also have access to healthy food as well. So yeah. I try to practice gratitude in that as well, just to say like, wow, like I'm so thankful for clean water, like clean water to us is nothing. And yeah, mm -hmm. in other countries, like they're starving for that, you know? So just to yeah. make it such a, it's a practice. It's such a spiritual practice eating is. <laughs> I just spoke like yoga to Yoda. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is like also being grateful while you eat, what, like you said, because it's focusing on what you put in your body to absorb the nutrient. And mm -hmm. there was a study that they did just to tell you a little bit, guys, about like, how focusing and being present when you do things really matters. There was um, a study they took, like, you know, maids in hotel? Yeah. They basically clean uh, hotels. So they flip the bed, they lift the mattress, they do this, this, this. And in a day, they burn so much calorie. There's so much, like, they do more exercise than going to the gym because of all the room that they need to do and all the stuff that they need to, uh, to do. And they were all overweight all of them and then they took a group and they were like half of them they let them stay as usual and the other group they explained them just the benefit of hey do you know that you're burning actually more calorie than one hour gym session while doing your work and doing so um it's gonna make you lose weight it's gonna make you look better it's gonna make your skin better it's gonna make they give them all the benefit of it and at the end of 30 days they took back the two group of made one group they didn't have any change in the group that they explained them what they were doing because now they were doing their work with intention mm -hmm. so when you eat wow. your meal and you know what's inside and you do it with intention and gratitude and the group of made they actually lost weight they were looking better everything was better in their life like just because they were doing that same work every day but with intention with the right mindset mm -hmm. and I have this mindset that I'm always, no matter the food that I put, I'll burn it. My body will use it. I'll stay shredded. And people that are overweight, you often hear them say, oh, I eat a little bit of food and I gain five pounds. I'm going to be fat. I'm going to be this. So you're actually telling your body what to do. You don't know it, but that's what you're doing subconsciously. So when you put intention, like you said, you cook a nice meal. You put your focus on it. You're like, this is good for my body. This is going to make me feel amazing. This is going to like fill my body with the right nutrition. And then you're grateful for the food and you eat it. It can change your life. Like, yeah, literally. 
Absolutely. I think it's so powerful how just intentionally living can change your life because sometimes when you are intentionally living, you're not changing dramatically what you're doing in life. You're just changing the energy behind it and you're being really intentional with what you allow into your mind, body, soul, conversations, everything. And that does change everything for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm curious, you said that you don't make a plan for five years. So how do you manifest in your life? Like, I'm a guy that listens to my gut feeling. So if I make a plan, um, I'm going to say like the big goal that I have in the next in the next few years and stuff. And I can always readjust because every year you do a reassessment every few months when things change. But um, and if my gut like right now is like, OK, I need to move out of L.A. So I'm bouncing. So obviously my two year plan that I had three year plan that I was going to stay in L.A has changed. So how do you do it in order to manifest? Because you need that vision to manifest. Yeah, absolutely. So I get really clear on my vision, but it's not specific in the terms of it's not tied to a location. It's not tied to exact numbers. Mine is more about where do I where do I want to go in life and how does that feel? And it's more about like an energy thing of the how feeling. it feels, the feeling, yeah, and the fulfillment and the peace and the joy and the connection and all of the untangible, intangible things that I will have as a result of reaching my vision. And what that does is it allows me to be really flexible in how I get there. Now, practically, okay. I look at every single first of the month, so like first of January, first of February, as the new year. And I have this calendar on my fridge downstairs and I, I love calendars and like organization. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this calendar and every single month I will write down my major goals for the month in every area of life. So with my fitness, my nutrition, um, any hobbies, any education, um, like friendships or whatever it is, right? Every area of life I have like big bullet points. These are my goals. And then throughout the week I go out and I make sure that every single thing throughout the week is making me hit that goal. So let's say that like the first week of January goes by, mm -hmm. I can look and say, okay, how was that first week? Did I get closer to my goals? Was I making sure that my actions aligned with my words and where I said I wanted to go? And I can say, yeah, this really worked for me. I'm going to do it again this week, right? And then week mm -hmm. by week, I am making such drastic progress. And if I ever have a week where I feel I'm off, I just look at things and say, what did I do different? What can I change? And how can I be better for this week? So I really developed this practice of self-awareness on a like monthly basis, weekly basis, mm -hmm. and then a daily basis. And it's just just severely intentionally living and always being open to course directing if I need to. But by doing that, I've been able to achieve a lot. Like last year um, in April, I decided that I wanted to make a big push for my podcast. So I was like, okay, what do I need to do? And with podcasting, mm -hmm. there's a lot of, of back work that people don't see, right? So I decided I wanted to do three episodes every single week and wow. I needed is a lot. So I needed to like map out guests, right? I needed to figure yeah. out what the topics were going to be. I needed to schedule the interviews, have the interviews edited, make sure I know the posting schedule for all the platforms, right? And I, my goal was to hit a million downloads by December 31st of last year. And that goal was very unrealistic, but I didn't care. Like I was going to go full force towards it. And I got, cool. I, yeah. And I got to 950,000 downloads by the end wow. of the year. 
So I didn't hit my goal, but I got damn close. And I would have yeah. never, I would have never even gotten to like a third of that had I not gone for that unrealistic goal. Um, yeah. So yeah, and I'm now on track to hit it. I think at the end of this month. So we're yeah, about to Eddie Mylan, I think I think it's Ed Mylan that says like, mm -hmm. put your goals so damn high that even if you fail, you're gonna be better than if you didn't put the goal. So let's say you're like, I want yeah. two hundred thousand, which is the realistic one. Nah, mm -hmm. nah, fuck, I'm gonna aim for a million so your brain will start manifesting in aligning to that goal. And even if you fail, which is not mm -hmm. a failure, you're gonna end up very close like you did. So it's it's mm -hmm. super cool. Like Yeah, and, and yeah, go ahead. Like when I tell people I made a caption on Instagram recently, I was like, I hear often like people say work hard, work hard. I prefer to work smart and align the work with my manifestation. So It doesn't mean that you need to do five podcasts, 10 podcasts a week. Mm -hmm. Like it means that, okay, the Emily that has a million downloads, what would she be doing? Okay, three podcasts, that's this division. Okay, I'm gonna do those three podcasts and I'm gonna make them smart. And it's not about like working 20 hour a day or 16 hour a day necessarily. It's just aligning that work with the manifestation that you want. That is so important. I'm so glad that you're hitting on it because in this day and age, people think it's like 24-7, 365, <laughs> hustle, kill, no sleep. And it's like, yeah. no, you should sleep and you should drink exactly. water and you should meditate and you should not let your fitness be pushed back to the side. Like you should mm -hmm. be at the prime of your fitness as you're going towards your goals. And like you're mentioning, alignment is so much more important than you trying to just produce as much as you can. I will say yeah. um, something that was really important for me about setting a goal that was really unrealistic is what it did for me is when I woke up in the morning, I had a fire underneath my ass. Cause I was like, if I don't get up and like do this <laughs> to the best of my ability, I'm not going to get there. There's no chance in hell I will get there if I don't get up and give this everything I've got today. Mm -hmm. Right. So like every single day I had that fire under my ass. And when I got there for a second, I was, you know, when I got to the end of the year, I was like, Oh man, I didn't reach it. Damn it. You know? And you kind of feel like, Oh, I, I failed. I didn't reach my goal. And then I remind, reminded myself, I was like, I would not even be close to this. Had yeah. I not set that goal. So this is actually, badass <laughs> yeah it's amazing and and that's the point it's it's mm -hmm. all about set a big goal and then just aiming for it and you don't see it as a failure it's just yeah. i got close now what's the next goal and let's fucking crush it and and yeah. that's the best way to do it mm -hmm. damn right and don't let people tell you guys that your goal are too big like and mm -hmm. like don't let people try to make what you want seem too far on oh, you're not good at this this and that don't listen to them do you and just focus because nobody nobody can tell you what you can or can't do and everything seem impossible until somebody does it And you want those those people and friends and community mm -hmm. around you that looks at your crazy ass goals and vision and is like, bro, that's nuts. But yeah, like, let's go. Yeah. You got this. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to do this? I have a friend that might be able to help. You know, you want those people that like really encourage you to be that fullest expression of yourself always. Mm -hmm. So really look around at your circle right now and ask yourself, are those people in your circle? And if they're yes. not, you don't you don't have to like be dramatic and like drop everyone, but like <laughs> intentional about finding friends that are that way because they will be able to speak into your life in ways that other friends really don't yeah exactly and it's important and and don't be scared also to drop friend that doesn't serve your purpose anymore like it's okay to outgrow people it doesn't mean that the friendship 
Uh, Ed Milet did a, a caption on that, guys. Um, I don't remember, like maybe two, three weeks ago, I read on his profile and I was like, wow, this is so good. Like, he was like, guys, it doesn't need to end a friendship in bad term. It doesn't need yeah. to, to be like, if you outgrow a friend, you're not better than him. You just have different vision. It's like a relationship. It doesn't need to end in a bad term. It's just, mm-hmm. you're here. That's what you want. I'm here. That's what I want. And I prefer to have a friend like Emily or people that's going to mm-hmm. talk the same language as me than other people that talk a different language and have different goals. And it's okay. They're on their own journey. You're not better than them. They're not mm-hmm. better than you. It's just that, hey, we're not aligning anymore. So mm-hmm. why would I keep trying to be friend and like be in boring conversation that for me, it doesn't <laughs> serve me anymore. So yeah. you don't need to cut everyone, but it's okay to cut people and, and, and keep your circle tight. And cause you are really the five people that you spend the most time with. So if they're doing party or doing stuff and you're doing other stuff, then it's better to have people that align with the same vision as you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you mentioned is really important about not judging anyone else's journey. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, they may be the version of you that you were like five, 10 years ago. Yeah. And maybe they need somebody that's coming from a place of love who can just lovingly hold space for them and not judge them, you know? And it means you may be going your separate ways, but they will always feel safe to come back to you. So that maybe when they do evolve in their life, they'll be like, oh, wait, I remember he used to always talk about, you know, abundance and positive mindset and intentionality like let me call him right and (laughs) they'll still be able to like come to you for help which will be pretty cool yeah it's a lot of ego i remember when i was 24 Mm. two of my really good friends dropped me as a friend and i was like who the fuck they think they are thinking better (laughs) than me motherfucker and then i was like so pissed and it's all your ego you're like Oh, he stopped talking to me and then when I got to a point that I started that I wanted to also like not be friend with people anymore and I was cutting some people out of my life that's when I understood that hey like I was here they were here and it's not only about money but let's talk about a money goal let's say I make a hundred thousand a month and somebody make ten thousand of course we don't have the same exact mindset at the moment so mm-hmm. it's okay to align with people that are making two three hundred racks and then you're like, oh, what are you doing? Let me get to your level. And then it, you challenge yourself. Of course, somebody that's making 10000 it doesn't mean you're better than him, but his vision is probably way smaller. If you say, I want to make 200000 next month, he's going to be like, what, 200000 Like, bro, like, because 10000 for him is a lot of money. And then mm-hmm. it's okay to cut those people. And when I was in this situation, I was like super ego about it. Now I understood later on, and that's why I tell people, And my mom always told me something that I found like weird. And until I got money, I didn't understand it. She was like, don't become like those rich asshole and and, and like stop talking to people and this and that. And when I got with money, I was like, yes, there's some asshole with money. Don't get me wrong. But Mm -hmm. I was like, mom, those people, they just don't want to associate with people with lower mindset because you lower their frequency. It's not... And then you need to be really evolved to understand this concept that it's not because they're better. It's not because they think they're better. It's it's just you don't align. So it's not Mm -hmm. because they're asshole that they don't talk to you anymore. It's just because they grow different than you. Mm -hmm. And then now I understand it that I'm like, well, I guess I became one of those asshole that my mom is always talking about because like (laughs) I'm cutting people and I'm like, I choose who I spend time with and I don't want to be on the phone with someone that complain all day, every day. You know, I'm calling you. Don't fucking tell me all everything that's bad in your life. Tell me what's good. 
and yeah. ask if you are, if you want any advice. And my mm -hmm. mom sometimes is like, oh, like like she's she's gonna be like that, telling me that I don't call those people, or I don't call her, or, or stuff like that. But it's just, mom, I'm busy manifesting and doing my life. It's not because I'm better. <laughs> it's not because I don't like you. It's not because yeah. you know, like you're just doing yeah. you. Yeah, and here's the thing, at the end of the day, like time is your most precious commodity. So mm -hmm. what you're doing is just, you're really protecting your time. You're protecting your energy, which is so limited. And I think if you are just giving your time and energy to every single person, mm -hmm. like you're just gonna be drained and you're gonna have no energy to be who you were meant to be, to create what you're here yeah. to create, you know? And I feel like every single person, they all have something different and beautiful and unique to offer this world. And it's yeah. our responsibility if we're still living and breathing to find out what that is and to give it like it would be such a shame to die with never cultivating <laughs> and creating what was put on the inside of each and every one of us so i hope that that can encourage people to recognize that they do let's go through a few questions quick quick um what's your favorite book you can name three if you don't have like one specific relentless by tim grover winning by tim grover Oh. Uh, and you were you were a badass by Jen Sincero kind of like a, that's like an intro to personal development so anyone who's very beginner in their journey I think that's like the perfect book to start um, is it relentless is it from good to great to yeah yeah to unstoppable yes that's relentless right okay yeah I, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I read it he was the NBA coach like not NBA mm -hmm. coach but he was he coached Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant and mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah yeah It's fucking good. Yeah, book. and he gets he gets into the mindset of a champion, and he yeah. helps you to apply it to your life, even if you're mm -hmm. not an athlete. Um, but I picked it up when I was going for my journey for my pro card, and it was just everything I needed to see and hear. <laughs> um, there's the audiobook version, which I love, and I would play it backstage before I would get on stage for my big moment, you know. And it just put me in this like meditative mindset of That's a champion, cool. so that I could really embody that when I got on stage. Yeah, it's a really good one for sure. Guys, you need to read it. Mm -hmm. I, I read it like mm, two, three years ago and it's yeah. maybe a little more and it's it's really good, like good book for sure. It, it has it like a lot three of... three times. Yeah, it has a lot yeah. of the Grant Cardone vibe of the 10X and you need to battle it, but don't forget to combine it with spirituality and meditation because his mindset Agreed. is really like fucking hard work. Like, mm -hmm. So don't forget to... To be balanced with it, but the um, idea in the book, I really enjoyed it. Like it, yeah. it's good book. Um, okay, so what advice would you tell to your younger self or people that are listening? Like any anything that would change that change your life or that would change their life or like a little advice. My advice to my younger self is to slow down, breathe, and get really <laughs> present. Do that sooner. It took me a long time in my life to learn how to be truly present and to learn practices that would bring me into presence. And I wish that I had learned those things sooner and started implementing them sooner mm -hmm. um, because I was just, I worked so much. I worked 24 seven. I was just go, go, go all the time that I feel like I really sped through a lot of life and I maybe didn't soak up everything the way that I do now. So my younger self, I would tell her to just breathe, slow down and get present. That's fucking cool. It's the first time that somebody says that and I love it. It's, really? Yeah, yeah. This one, I mean, there was different version, but slow down and enjoy the moment. Um, mm. For sure. Li life go fast and you always hear uh, older people be like, oh, I wish I could relive this moment or this or that. Life mm. goes fast and I never know what day we are, what you are. And it, it mm -hmm. goes fast, guys. So don't forget to be present and enjoy your life so you can, yeah, you can live fulfilled. Yeah, and the people fulfilled. around you. 
Yeah, yeah. The people around you too, because, you know, I think on certain moments and, you know, it's just not everyone around you is always going to be there. So it's important that when you are around them to really soak up that moment and like look around and like appreciate the smile, appreciate the hug, you know, cause it might be your last one with that person. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced that like a lot of times. So I think it's important. It's, it's given me a lot of gratitude for when I am in people's presence. So I'd encourage people, you know, don't learn it the hard way. Just appreciate <laughs> the people that are in front of you. Yeah, for sure. Um, what what was your best investment uh, for 2021? Honestly, the best investment I made was in therapy. I did EMDR. Um, it's basically like uh, it helps you access your left brain and right brain. So it's like a tapping or um, I had like vibrating things that you hold and the way that it accesses your brain, it allows you to go back into previous memories and traumas and things like that and revisit them and also like work them out in a new way with a loving version of yourself, helping you to work through those really difficult things. Uh, So for me, therapy 100% was the best investment. It (laughs) opened up my heart and healed me in so many ways that now I am just so much better for everyone else around me. So if you guys need therapy, I highly recommend it. So you mean that therapy is not only for fucked up people, like it's for people normal that want to get better, right? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But guys, it's it's good to invest on yourself, no matter how like how successful, how good you are. Um, Like I still have coach. I still invest in um, Mm -hmm. training. I don't know the exact word. Um, Seminar. Like I'm going to um, Uh Joe Dispenza. Like I'm still investing, and Emily is doing too. Every single month you need to invest in yourself. You're never too good. Mm-hmm. You can always learn. 100%. And I think having that mindset <clears throat> of always being a student will help you to evolve for the rest of your life. Yeah. So best investment, guys, find someone that you vibrate with. It might be Emily. It might be me. It might be someone else. Uh, get on their program. Get on their course. Spend time learning from them and get the best version of yourself. It's super important. We say it and we preach it and just find someone that you like. Um, One thing that you might be better than me at, uh, your best time management advice. So you work a lot. Uh, I know that women are better than me at this for sure. Like calendar, scheduling, all that stuff. Um, That's why I have an assistant because I'm not good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Time management and organization is one of my favorite things. I just love it. My brain loves it. Um, For people that are looking on how to schedule their day, I would say look at a book called The Perfect Day Routine, I think it's called. It's by Craig Ballantyne. So I think it's like The Perfect Day Routine-ish. Craig Ballantyne, search it. Um, But basically he helps you to learn how to manage your time, but also your energy. So learning not just when to do certain things, but when your energy is best for certain things. So for people that are in our space who do a lot of like creative type of work or podcasting or whatever it is, um, it's important for us that we do that creative thing when we're in our creative zone, creative energy throughout the day. Meaning for me, that's always like morning to midday, right? Mm -hmm. After we get to midday and later, I'm not as creative I'm not as on point you know so I would want to put like emails during the later of the day where it's like brainless right I don't need my creative energy um so yeah I would just really recommend getting that book because that'll that honestly will give you the roadmap for everything that you need um but really just looking at it from a standpoint of making sure that your non-negotiables are scheduled first appointments work 
things that you cannot move and then scheduling in your priorities around that so that you make time for what really matters. And I just want to say time management is not to make you feel confined to a schedule. It actually gives you more freedom in life, more freedom for the things that really matter in your life. And it'll help you take a really good look at what you are wasting your time on. So yeah. you may think that you don't have time for meditation or yoga or breath work or the gym. But <laughs> in reality, when you take inventory of your time, you'll realize that you're wasting so much time yeah. on Netflix and scrolling and TikTok and all these other things where you could be investing in yourself. So I definitely recommend time management. I love it. Yeah. Often we think that we don't have time, but if you actually put your workout in your schedule, you put your work in your schedule, you put your meditation and this and that and your food, you do that, then you can spend and waste time on other things that, mm-hmm. like you said, you're brain dead at the end of the day. You want to enjoy yourself a little, go... Um, but make sure that you put in your schedule what need to be done and what you like to do. So if it's yoga for you, put yoga. If it's training, put training. But make sure that you schedule it nice. And that's that's one thing in 2022 that I'm gonna. I put extremely high goal this year, and I'm like, I need to put down the schedule and really respect it. Uh, and yeah, it gives you freedom. My last question for you. Um, <clears throat> we won't go in too much detail, but. Recently, you got in relationship. I think you were single for a little while. Are you still in relationship? No. Oh. <laughs> so, um, talking <laughs> talking about relationship, what would be your advice um, for what work, what doesn't work, uh, like boundaries and stuff, as a female perspective? That's a really open-ended question, so I'm going to have to think about how to answer it. I will say I have been really blessed to figure out what doesn't work in a lot of different ways, right? I have been married before. I'm 30 years old. I'm divorced. Um, I've been in different relationships in my life, so I have a lot of life experience to pull from, and I've figured out like what does work, what doesn't work. I will say that one of the number one things that I would say is, especially if you are somebody who is on this path of personal development and growth, is to make sure that you are equally yoked. So if you don't know what that means, like equally yoked, it's somebody that kind of like you were mentioning with the finance goals, right? Like if you are like just such at a different spot than somebody else, it's really hard to align your visions and your purpose and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, similar to your personal growth journey. Uh, if you are really into this and it's like your life, it's really important to find somebody that is on on that same level who is really focusing on, on really embodying the best versions of themselves. Because I think people that are dedicated to the work and aligned and equally yoked in that way, I think could make a really beautiful team. I will also say uh, one thing I've really learned is to listen to the good men in your life good men in your life that are able to see things in a potential partner because when it comes down to women um, I just want to tell you that men know men they know each other so listen to the good men in your life (laughs) that give you advice because oftentimes they are right (laughs) and don't ignore those red flags don't try to create a pretty picture out of them (laughs) it doesn't end well yeah often that you know like people like send me those red flags and then god is just like yo here and then you don't see <laughs> yeah. it, but it's okay to try. It's okay, like um, uh-huh. that. Yeah, that you you trying to. Um, Sometimes you think it's the right person. One mm-hmm. thing I would say for myself, um, being single for so long, is that mm-hmm. first put boundaries, and second find the core value. So like Emily was sharing, um, she had good relationships. She had like less good relationship. Don't know the exact word to say that in in, in English, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, 
putting boundaries and aligning with the person in the core value is what's going to make the relationship work long term. Mm -hmm. And as she said, like, if I'm spiritual and she's not, it's going to be a clash. If she's religious and I'm not, it's going to be a clash. If mm -hmm. like all those very thing that you're not ready to like, um, I don't know the, the word anything that then you compromise uh, on, like yeah. make sure uh -huh. that the other person has them. Mm, yeah, like check out what both of your non-negotiables are, mm -hmm. right? And look at like what is most important to you as a person. So I agree, like if you are spiritual or religious or, you know, health and nutrition is important to you or, you know, maybe for them they really value uh, drinking every weekend with their friends. Yeah. That's like a habit that a lot of the people do. And if you're not in that space in your life, that's really going to clash quite a bit and it's going to make it really <laughs> difficult for that to work. So yeah, I think like finding that alignment early on is really important. And I want to echo what you said. It, there's no harm in trying, you know, yeah. do the best that you can, vet out what you can. But sometimes you just don't know until you try and realize yeah. that it doesn't work. In which case, do your best to just lovingly go in a different direction. And take your time. I would say that's my, mm -hmm. the best thing. There's nothing wrong with telling the person that you want to take their time. If they feel that they rush you in the relationship, they're not at the same spot as you. When I meet the girl, I always tell them that, hey, do whatever you want to do. I do whatever I want to do on my side. We become friends. I get to know you. And then if we decide that after a few months of, of seeing each other, like two, three months, whatever, can be whatever time that you feel good, that you know the person and that you want to give it a shot. But I often see people getting in relationship way too quick. And that's, that's a way to, um, to maybe not make it work. Didn't want to put you on the spot with relationship. I just wanted your advice, um, yeah, your input on, on uh, a female perspective because we have uh, female listeners. So I give my perception as a male. Sometimes it doesn't mm -hmm. resonate with women. And uh, gotcha. I wanted to have your, uh, your input on that. So anything you want to add before we close the podcast? Uh, I would just encourage people to understand that life is not promised, right? So you're not promised tomorrow. Really embodying that can help you to more fully live out today mm -hmm. and to take action on the things that you know you need to take action on. There's people listening right now. They know they're in a bad work environment. They know the relationship that they're in is not really for them, but they're staying <laughs> comfortable. They're staying stuck for whatever reason. So let this be the day. Let this be the moment that you decide to go all in on you and live a life that you can only imagine right now. When I first decided to evolve in my life, I knew that either things would always stay the same. I would stay exactly where I was I would stay unhappy or I would face a lot of really uncomfortable things I would face the hard truths the hard realities about the situations I was in that I didn't want to be in I would make uncomfortable changes I would go through hard things but it was all for this vision mm -hmm. of this life that I could yeah. only imagine at that time and now I'm living a lot of that life so I just want to be <laughs> a voice of encouragement to people to say just fucking go for it I love that so guys thanks for joining us for the podcast thanks Emily to be there um so make sure you watch her thing. Uh, can you give me your handles? Do you have a website that you sell thing? Like, give me where people can find you and make sure you guys that you go check her. And if you want her as a coach, feel free to reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much. So my Instagram is just my name at Emily Hayden, my YouTube channel, Emily Hayden. Um, you can find all my links in my link tree mm -hmm. in my Instagram bio. Um, I also have my podcast link there and then my coaching page evolve X. So everything is in that hub of just the <laughs> at Emily Hayden. <laughs> Amazing. So thanks for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you. 
Thank you so much. I love this conversation and you're, I love this podcast. Like you're so good at it. So I'm really just, I can't wait to listen to your future episodes. I'll make more for sure. Thank you. Thank you.